911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, I still have somebody who has brought a toothbrush to my home. And here in the state of California, they are deemed a long-term resident, one that I will have to self-evict if they do not willingly leave on their own. Retired police officer from Ohio, Mr. Brian K. Bishop. Brian, how are you? Good morning, Ashley. I'm doing fine. Thank you. So, you know, I was sitting up here waiting for you to do whatever you were doing downstairs. And I was thinking about what what it is that we could record about. And I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here because you made mention to me a few months ago that you had this sort of fuck it moment. And as you listen to this, if you yourself have not had a fuck it moment, you might know somebody who has. But essentially, your fuck it moment could be the catalyst that changes everything. And Brian, I'll let you open up and share, and I do have some questions about that in a second, but from my perspective, something happened to you when you turned 48 that completely shifted the way of operating for you. I sensed it in your demeanor, your behavior, just your presence, how you were presenting yourself, the way that you no longer had this sort of self-reserve on. And I just want to know for you and your perspective, because this isn't something you and I talked about before me putting you on the spot like this, what was it about turning 48 that that created this sort of change for you? I feel basically I've always been a giving person and I'm getting older in my life now where I'm starting to become selfish. And actually you have taught me to be that way and it's okay to be selfish. So I basically just decided that I've had enough trying to please other people and being unhappy this time for me to be happy. And it's okay to be selfish within the limits of being selfish for yourself, not selfless and being selfish that you don't want to help others, but it's okay to be selfish for yourself. Yeah. And I say that to clients all the time, the importance of learning how to be selflessly selfish. And I know for me, myself, I struggled with that internally as well. The whole, you know, I I am so used to giving on to others and and pouring into others that sometimes as a a common interest for all of us in the way that we operate, we get a lot of self-fulfillment by pouring into other people. And when we do that, and I want to know if this was true for you too, we're hiding from the things that we don't want to face ourselves within ourselves when we're pouring into other people like that and then using it as this sort of self-excuse that we, we tell ourselves over and over we're doing this for other people when really we're just running from the things that we should be doing for ourselves. Did, did that happen to you too? Yeah, basically, I just got tired of always giving and never receiving and being selfless and being selfish. And it's okay to be selfish. I just really, after 11 year horrific marriage of always giving and always being the one who was depressed and wondering if this is this, this is the best I can do. And after meeting this group and meeting yourself, I realized this is not what I can do. I can do better. Not that I'm better than anyone else, but that I am a person who deserves the best that I can from what I give and that I try to instill in other people to do what is right and to live the best you can, but you need to start living for yourself as well. I want to sort of 
tone this down a little bit because Brian and I have the the most hilarious relationship and I can tell he's sitting here trying to be as studious and professional as he can be. So he's trying to not laugh out loud right now. But I, I just want us to talk, Brian, just like like we normally do. And this morning we were talking a little bit about some of those things that were suppressed for so long in terms of you not being able to show your true colors and and operate and act the way that that you really do. And I remember that moment when you turned 48 and your exact words to me were, you know what, I'm 48 now and like you'd better watch out because you're going to finally like I'm completely out of my shell now. So what was that all about? Being suppressed for 11 years in a marriage that I feel Brian. I feel that my <laughs> I feel that my wife was jealous of me. So I just got tired of being suppressed and I was always a humorous person even in high school. I made people laugh. I am I have I can do voice impersonations. I impersonated school teachers, other classmates. But being in that 11-year marriage, I was just tired of being suppressed and like I was put on a shelf. And only taken off the shelf whenever the ex-wife wanted to show me off or wanted to it had anything to do with me intimately or anything else. And I don't want to live that way anymore. I don't want to live in someone else's shadow, someone else's control and be a puppet for anyone. It's no way to live. So just to clarify, so you were you were reserved and not really open to being who you were because you were judged so much in that relationship. And even when that relationship ended, that sort of self-suppression still existed for you? It wasn't until I came to this group and actually you, you created me. Okay. (laughs) As the saying goes, you uh, created me in the Batman series. I'm the enemies, not the enemy, but she created me and you allowed me to come out of that shell, learn how to use technology, learn how to use the video messaging system, come out of that shell, come out of that dark suppression that I can make people laugh and I may be able to make people laugh and minister to them just by doing voices or just doing your and I's camaraderie each day or each week. And it helps people. And that's why I focus in this group. This is the only group I belong to to allow people to be themselves is okay to, to make videos. And this group is different than all the other groups. It's not about posting negativity. It's about living. It's about helping each other out. It's about having a safe place, which I've never had before to come to and to be yourself. So tell me then, because I, I can only relate this to what I see with myself, with clients that I've worked with, and even with, with Clint, when he had his fuck it moment, he lost 70 pounds in a very healthy way in four months because of a fuck it moment. So what has the energy difference or even your sphere of influence been like since that moment happened for you? I don't care what people think about me. I don't care that... I, it's okay for me to be selfish now. I don't care that other exes or whatever who may still be keeping tabs on me, and I've I've had proof of that. I just don't care anymore. I'm not going to be mean to people. I'm not going to be selfish, but I don't care that I may not be popular or I may not be the best person that people like or people is insecure or they're jealous of me. That's so exhausting. I'm just so tired of it. I'm living for myself. I'm living for people in this group. And what I mean by that is making videos, helping them out, come alongside them, offering, offering, offering them a friendship 
but with no motives. And I don't like people who have motives and I'm very, I get very annoyed by that. And we can't control what people do and say in this group or others in the world, but we can control ourselves, but we can also do the right thing and come alongside people in their hour of need and be that friend. So I basically just had enough of trying to not be a pleaser, but worried about, oh, I can't get a divorce because what's it going to look like? You know, even though a lot of people didn't know the hell I went through in 11 Mm -hmm. years, I decided I'm done with this. I'm done worrying about what other people think. So I've been divorced twice. So I'm a cop if people don't like people who's been law enforcement. So this, who cares? It's time for me to live for myself. Yeah, I read I read a quote that said when we tell other people no, we're usually telling ourselves yes. And when I had my fuck it moment, this was about five years ago now, I remember the hardest person for me to say no to was my dad. Because after my mom passed away, I... I held this like self-responsibility and I think a lot of us do that if we're honest. We think that we we need to step up and do certain things because it makes life easier, especially in that circumstance with an elderly parent. But then I started to realize that he started to date and talk to females and go on trips and I started to tell him like, daddy, if you can do these things, then you can call and make your own doctor's appointment. You can start to pay your own bills. Like you, you can navigate the world in a way that you're much more capable of than I thought because I allowed myself to think differently of you. Absolutely. Codependency is okay to a point, but I feel if you if it's taking your personal time away, it's it's draining your mental health, then it's time to set serious boundaries. And people don't like boundaries because boundaries are they're real. And some of them for me are permanent. And I'm not going to recant on if I make a boundary or if I unfriend a person on Facebook or I choose to not associate with a, a certain group of people or a person because I see what their motives are, then that's that's my prerogative. And I really don't care what people think and they can try to beg and plead. But I have choose, chosen and learned to forgive people, which is very hard, but I'm not going to associate with them because I know if they don't show genuine and they don't show a change of heart, then I know the true motive and I'm not going to associate with people like that as well. Yeah. And something that's coming up for me is I think that all of us would want to have this fuck it moment, this aha epiphany moment in our lives, but it's something that can't ever be forced. And I also believe that fuck it moments can happen frequently throughout a lifetime. But I think the biggest indicator, what is essentially the recipe to have more and more of these these realizations within our lives is to do things that allow ourselves to be completely open, vulnerable, and to be receiving of that from other people. And a lot of that requires us, and me included, it was a very big one for me to get over my ego, to kind of get get over myself, and to learn to not be the smartest person in the room, to learn that I want to be able to add value to the lives of other people and then to have them do the same in return. And I found that the more and more, you know, we hear like self-help, but it really is the more and more that we allow ourselves to partake in activities that pour into ourselves, be it, you know, going to church, meditation, journaling, like whatever the things are for you. Brian was downstairs. I think he lifted up a weight three times on each arm. And for him, that's an entire day's workout and that's fine. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's his thing. But I think the more and more of those types of things that we do to nourish ourselves, we're really nourishing our souls. And then it's our, our spirit that tells us, Hey, there's something more that I want. Like it's time warrior, like get the fuck up and let's do this. So I think that is an incredible thing. And I'm so happy to see that that happened for you, Brian. And as you listen to this, I hope it happens for you too. If you need an activity, something to do to pour into yourself, I would be happy to help you out. Send me a message on Facebook at Ashley Walton. And if you've gotten any value out of today's episode, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below, and know that we are sending you a big, tight hug, even from my little friend Brian over here, from my home to yours. Take care.